Good morning. This is Pastor James Phipps at Wilson General Baptist Church. What a day this is. This is a day of Pentecost. So it's an exciting day for the Christians around the world. And I'm so excited to be talking about the greater one, the promise that he left us, that he said he'd not leave us comfortless, but he would He would give us the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. So let's open us up in prayer. Father God, we just thank you for this day. We give you all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we ask that you come into this message in power and demonstration of your word and give us revelation of your word and that we're hearers of your word and not just hearers, but doers of your word. In Jesus' most precious name, we thank you, Father God. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for being with us in this message and show us how to receive and how to, how to get what you have for us that we can that we can apply it to our life today in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. <clears throat> so uh, the day of Pentecost, it's 50 days, you know, after, uh, after the crucifixion and resurrection and the ascension of Jesus Christ. Um, and it makes the beginning of the Christian church church's mission to the world. So what a day this is. It's a great day for the Christians and the promise that he sent us. And I just thank the Father for that. But I want to read to you in Acts chapter 1 first before we go to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 1, if you turn to verse 4, it says, And being assembled together with them, commanded them, that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me, for truly, for John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. <clears throat> In verse eight, it states, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the other parts of the earth. <clears throat> so you can see this is the beginnings of the going out and the gift of the Holy Spirit in chapter 2 of Acts, you know, Pentecost. And it says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of rushing mighty wind. And it fell all on the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So the power of the Holy Spirit moved in manifestation and demonstration. And we could see that through these scriptures of what's taking place. And this is the church today. This is the church we have today. We're not weak. We've got power and authority here on this earth. So we're not weak. And we're going to come back stronger after we get back into churches. And we will be back next Sunday. So I will be at the church next Sunday. Hope to see you. We're going to have a great Sunday morning next Sunday. 
June 7th. So don't forget it. Write it down. Uh, if you've been looking at the website, you can see it there. But I'm so excited to get back. It just uh, thrills me. I wanted to read some other things to you. <clears throat> in a, The Holy Spirit in the life of who we are, the believer, and the working of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And I, I want to share some of these things with you. In Matthew 3.11, it states, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. See, John the Baptist knew. You know, he knew the greater one, Jesus, that what you were gonna be baptized with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So I thank God for the Holy Spirit because he can lead us and he can help us, help us to decipher the word, help us in every parts of the days of our lives. And that's upon salvation, we are baptized into the body of Christ by the Holy Spirit. And that's what I just, in 1 Corinthians 12, 13. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Greeks, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. And then after salvation, we are filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, it shows in Acts 2, 4, it says, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And we are to walk in the Spirit in Galatians 5, 16. It says, this I say then, walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And we are to live in the Spirit in Galatians 5, 25. It says, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. And not only, and this is all about the Holy Spirit. That's what I'm talking about today. And in verse, uh, verse Galatians 5.18 states, but if we be led of the Spirit, we are not under the law. So we need to be led by the Spirit. And Ephesians 5.19 states, speaking to our, yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. We're to sing in the Spirit, in psalms. So when we sing in church, we're singing unto God. We're giving Him all the glory and all the praise and all the honor. And in 1 Corinthians uh, 14, 15, what is it then? I will pray with the Spirit and I will pray with understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit and I will sing with understanding also. And then in Romans eight twenty six, likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And the Ephesians 6, 18 says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. So we're to pray in the Spirit. 
Verse 8 in Romans 5, 5. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. For we are to love in the Spirit. You know, there's some things that we understand and some things we don't that, that are in the Word of God. And if you just ask God to help you and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal, reveal it to you, He'll show it to you. But you have to ask. You have to ask. And you'll know. In 1 Corinthians 2.13, it says, Which things... Also we speak, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, compare spiritual things with spiritual things. You know, and that's the key too, is God is spirit, and we worship him in spirit and in truth, don't we? So we are to hear in the spirit, and in Revelation, it gives us this. And I would like to go over this in more detail, but right now I'm just giving you this word because this is what's been brought forth to me. So in Revelations chapter two, verse seven, it says, he that heareth an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Revelations 2.11. He that heareth, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Revelations 2.17. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna and will, and will give him a white stone and in the stone a new name written which no man knoweth saving he that receiveth it. And in Revelations 2, 29, he that heareth, he that hatheth an ear let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. So we have to hear. We have to just be quiet and listen. Listen to what, what the Holy Spirit, and that promises, he said he'd not leave us comfortless. He'd give us a comforter that we'd not be orphans. So praise God, this is the day of Pentecost. I want another scripture here in John these are a lot of scriptures, but I do want to get these out. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 6, this is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. So we bear witness in the Spirit. You know, Jesus Christ came here just not by water, but by blood. The perfect sacrifice. In Galatians 6, 8, it states here, for he that soweth to his flesh shall 
of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. We are to sow to the Spirit. Remember, God is Spirit. We worship Him in spirit and in truth, in the Word of God, and using and applying that Word of God to our lives and seeing it work. But we can only do it through the Holy Spirit and through walking in love. You're not going to do it any other way. You're not going to do it in your flesh, that's for sure. Can't be done. And man showed that through the law. It couldn't be done. The only one that could fulfill that was Jesus Christ. So in Ephesians 4.30, it states here, we are sealed by the Spirit. Isn't that wonderful? We're sealed by the Spirit. It says in Ephesians 4.30, it says, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Glory to God. That's good to know. In uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 13, for drinking to the Spirit. So, so it says, for by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body. Whether we be Jews or Greek, Gentiles, whether be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. We, are, we have the fellowship of the spirit in Philippians 2, chapter 2, verse 1. It says, If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the spirit, if any bowels and mercies, so we're to fellowship. We are not to quench the Spirit. In 1 Thessalonians 5.19, it says, quench not the Spirit. That means don't shut it off when He's, when he's moving, just because you might not understand something, um, but you, you're, it's new to you, or the Holy Spirit shows you something. Don't quench it or don't stop it. Just, just let God be God, and, and He'll show you. The Holy Spirit's a gentleman. He'll never do anything that would be wrong. And he'll always back it with the word. It'll always be backed with the word, always. So you can trust the Holy Spirit. You can trust him. He's gonna use the word of God. And in, uh, in Ephesians six seventeen, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Thank God for his word. We worship him in spirit and in truth. His word. In Romans 12, 11, it says, not by slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. We're to be a, a glow with the spirit. We're to be one. So we need to, we need to maintain that and keep, keep that flowing through us is, is the Holy Spirit. And um, the Holy Spirit in revelation to us and walking in the ministry, I want to share with you in John, uh, John chapter uh, 16, verse, verses uh, 13 through 15. It says, However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, 
from the Father, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you to you all. Things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I say that he will take of mine and declare it to you. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. John chapter 14, 16 through 17. Um, and let me read that, John fourteen sixteen through 17, one more time. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. These are truths that must... Uh, must be, you know, you, you need to meditate on them. And we need to pray. And when you meditate and pray, and according to the Word of God, you'll see mighty things happen. You'll see He will guide you into all truths. He shall not speak of Himself. He will show you things to come. He, will, he shall glorify God. He will receive mine and show it unto you. He'll show you things. He will be the counselor. He will live in you. He will not leave you. He will stay with you forever. He will be the spirit of truth. He will bring all things to your remembrance. You know, I remember in college, when I was going to college, I'd always use... Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, I believe. Let's turn there real quick. 2 Timothy 1, 7. 2 Timothy 1, 7 says for... Let me get there. Second Timothy 1, 7. I'm getting there, folks. Second Timothy 1 7 states, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, love, and of a sound mind. You know, I would pray that every time I went in to take a test there in college. I'd pray that that God would take care of that test and that He'd give me a sound mind and bring things to remembrance. And I would do well when I prayed that. And God would bring it back to remembrance. So I just want to leave that with you is that the Holy Spirit is here to help us, lead us, guide us, and direct us into all truth. And we need to be seeking Him. And that's where the power lies of the church because that's what happened at Pentecost, is that power came upon the church and they went all out throughout the whole world. And that's what we're doing. We're, going, we're still going out until His coming back. But we've got a powerful 
powerful, mighty, moving church. And each one of us are part of that. And so we need to, we need to resonate that power and that love and show that to our neighbors, our friends, those that are around us, that they would desire to have that because they're watching us. We're the, we're the important ones uh, for, for Jesus Christ to use to show our love for this world that is dying. And let's hopefully get to those that die before they die, receive Jesus as their Savior. So what I would ask you, that if you don't know Jesus and you're listening to this message, first of all, you need to know Jesus. You need, you need Jesus as your Savior. You need to acknowledge that, that he's Lord and King of Kings, possessor of heaven and earth and deliverer of all evil. So right now as we pray, and you'd like to pray with me, Repeat after me on this sinner's prayer. Father God, I believe that Jesus died and you rose him from the dead and that he sits at the right hand of the Father. And I ask, Lord Jesus Christ, that you come into my life. I ask that you come into my life right now today and come into my heart. I believe that you died for me and arose. And right now I receive you as my Lord and Savior. And I repent of all my sins I've said and done. Cleanse me by the blood of Jesus. And I thank you right now for coming into my heart. In Jesus' name. Now, if you repeated this after me and it was a, it's in your heart that it's received and believe it and received it. It's a done deal. You're a new creation in Christ. And buying a new creation in Christ, you have all access to Jesus that sits at the right hand of the Father. And I congratulate you as a brother or sister that's come in. And we give God all the glory and all the praise. And hopefully you can get to church this next Sunday, whether you're from this area around Wilson General Baptist Church or if you're away. But we'll keep these podcasts going even in church. So you'll get a listen to the next message. And I will talk to you guys later. Love you. And the next message will be at church. And it'll be very, very exciting that uh, we're at church. So you'll get to hear all that. And God bless. Love y'all. And today's Pentecost, don't forget. Amen.